Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 50 of Connection Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I want to welcome you to episode 50 of Connection Not Perfection. Friends, I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am that we've made it this far together. Now, if you're joining me for the first time today, I am so glad you're here. And if you're a regular listener, well, I cannot thank you enough for your support and your encouragement. Now, I've reflected a lot over the past week about why I started Connection Not Perfection in the first place and how I want it to impact you and how I want it to impact your teens. Now, I know all the reasons that I began and why I keep showing up, but I don't always lay it out there and share it with you guys. And because sometimes talking about yourself just feels weird because one, it feels a little self-promotional and icky and Two, I just don't think about it. It, It's so easy to get into a rut when you assume that everyone feels the same way you do or knows what you know or believes what you believe. So this week, I thought it would be fun to invite my best friend onto the podcast to interview me about why I started Connection Not Perfection. Now, my guest today, Claudine Phillips, has been my very dear friend and soul sister for about 12 years. We met at a Bible study and we quickly developed a friendship. She and her husband moved away about seven years ago in 2012, and so we've been in two different states since then, but we have been very intentional about staying in touch, usually daily. And just a side note here, we use a really great video texting app that works for us to communicate regularly called Marco Polo. I am putting a link to that in my show notes because we just have really enjoyed using that. So just a shout out to Marco Polo there. Our friendship has survived numerous trips together, lots of truth telling, a pregnancy, hers, not mine, she's got a six-year-old little guy at home, tons of laughter, a few tears, some hardcore venting, and immeasurable love and encouragement. Now, I have to share that Claudine recently started her very own podcast, and I've included a link to her webpage and to that show, which is called The Claudine Phillips Show, in my show notes here. And her show focuses on holistic wellness because she is a registered dietitian, a yoga instructor, and just an all-around amazing human being. I am so proud to call her my friend. So without further ado, here is the interview that she did with me. So Claudine, thank you so much for being with me today. I've already explained to everyone who you are to me, that you are just my bestie, best, best, best friend, and that we've traveled together and that um, we just have such a fun sister, soul sister relationship. And which is why that's why I've invited you on the show today, because you've been with me on this journey of podcasting over the past year and a half or so. And I thought there would be no one better to talk about this 50th show and kind of going back to the basics of why I started the show, maybe some things that I learned along the way and um, just all the things. So I am actually going to turn the show over to you. I feel a little weird about that. Crying my fingers off of the control, but I know that I'm in good hands with you. So 
Well, right. thank you. Thank you. Because I know you are amazing and you've taught me a lot about podcasting and doing all the things and you've done such a great job and I'm just following your footsteps. So thank you for sharing so much with me. Buddy. Of course, of course. And just to remind everybody, Claudine has just recently started her very own podcast. She is a guru when it comes to all things health and nutrition. She is an amazing yoga instructor, and she has just um, had a really amazing journey with her health as well. So I will provide show notes, links to that, and you guys can check her out too. So. Yes, the Claudine Phillips Show is the Woo! podcast. So thanks for the plug, Ames. I appreciate it. Well, it's an honor to be able to interview you on your 50th episode because uh, you have 49 amazing episodes oh, in front of this, and if you guys have not had a chance to even be able to listen to half of them, I encourage you to get in the car and take some road trips to listen to these because they teach you so much about connecting with your teens. As she's taught me so much about how to connect with my teens. I have a 15 year old and a 13 year old right now. And Amy's just a few steps ahead of me. You're just a few steps ahead of me. And I just love what you learn. I hate that you have to go through some of the stuff you have to go through. And then I get yeah. to like, go, oh, I could uh, avert that one. And, and so, but I do, I'm just so um, lucky to be able to have you just kind of a few years ahead of me where I can just prepare for something. So um, if you haven't listened to a majority of her episodes, go for it because she is amazing. Um, well, thank you. And <laughs> the only reason that I'm able to do that is because I've had people who've gone ahead of me who have been mentoring me and have kind of shown me the ropes as well. So I am happy to be able to do that. So I'm glad. And, so and just let, well, let's just note that our girls are the same age. So I have, my son is older, but our girls are the same age and that's been super fun. Yes. Well, she's a year older than mine. Almost a year. Yeah, older. that's true. They're the same. That's huge in teenage years. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, and it's that whole, everybody develops at different stages. Yes. And I feel like my girl has developed a little slower in that way. And just a little, you know, has been that yeah. year, year and a half behind. So even just that gap has helped out a lot. Well, and I think birth order plays into that too, because I think your girl is your oldest and yes. my girl is my youngest. And so I think there's something to be said for that too. Yes. Yes. Our personalities are flipped, aren't they? Oh like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I want to get to some questions because I think okay, there are right. some really good questions here. And I know that your people really want to have the answers to this. I know that I have learned a lot already and going over these questions and um, kind of going deeper with you, even though I'm your best friend. So I love um, knowing what's going on behind the show and your why and um, what you're, you're projecting to do more with the show and some projects that you're doing. So let's get to it. Okay. So what is your main message throughout this podcast? Tell me a little bit about that. So I think the main thing that I really want everyone to understand and get is that it is worth it to work on connecting with your team. Now, it might not always work out perfectly, but the fact that you're attempting to do it, that that's a value that you hold, like that, I want to give everybody that value. Like that is my, I guess my deepest wish, longing, like what, however you would put it. And who are giving, who are you giving this value to? Oh, right. To parents and to teachers as well. I've expanded it to teachers this year because I think it's so important to me. Like my vision, my big, humongous dream would be that every kid would be known and understood either by a 
parent or a teacher, some adult in their life, so that some of the negative things that have been impacting teens today are kind of mitigated. Like Mm -hmm. you hear so much about suicide and self-harm and those types of things. And and I really feel like if kids had just one adult Mm -hmm. who was invested in them and connected to them, that that would change everything. And is that why you chose teens versus finding a a group of people like the toddlers or the babies? Is that why you chose teenage? Um, No, I think I've just actually just been drawn to teens. I taught middle school for several years and um, that was before I had my own kids. And then in the time in between teaching and then my own kids becoming teens, I have done a lot of work like at church and with different groups with uh, mostly with teen girls, but just working with youth groups and things like that. I've just, all my heart is drawn to them. I don't know if it's because my teen years were um, traumatic, not in the sense of I suffered any kind of violence or anything like that, but just traumatic emotionally, I guess. I just felt like a square peg in a round hole, that kind of thing. Let's face it, we grew up in the 80s. Like, (laughs) I mean, remember that show, Square Pegs? I love that show. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I feel like even in the 80s, we just didn't have, there was not that awareness that was, there was not that self-awareness for even a parent to go, oh, this is something that I need to be doing is truly connecting with my teen and seeing her through her teenage years and how hard it is and how you'll be like, I'm amazing today. And then tomorrow, like, I hate the world. You know? <laughs> right. Well, and also I just think that there's this whole pervasive attitude towards teens and our society as a whole, like just those dumb kids or those darn kids or those, mm-hmm. you know, like super rebellious kids or, mm-hmm. you know, there's just this sense of oh, teens are going to be teens and we just kind of have to buckle up for the ride and, yeah. and just ride it out until they're adults. And I don't really, I don't believe that that's true. Now, mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, it is super hard in a lot of ways to, um, to do the connecting, but I think it's so important for us to at least try, like Mm -hmm. to at least show our teens that they are valuable to us and that we look at them and we see that they are capable of connecting and worthy of connecting. And that even when they're at their worst, we still love them and want to connect. Mm -hmm. I love your heart behind this podcast. I love it because that is truly who you are. You have such a passion and love for your own teens, but for the teenage population today and for the parents, because you're a parent and you want, and you are always working on trying to connect with your teens and you're always trying to find ways. If you're not connecting here, you're trying to find a new way to connect there. And this personality connects this way and this personality connects that way. And then with your background and writing curriculum, You're able to to draw your passion in your writing and then your ability to communicate because you're an incredible communicator all into this podcast. And I, I mean, it's just gold. It's the perfect, beautiful storm that you've created here. Wow. I'm blushing. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I'm going to use a phrase that Claudine and I use together a lot when it's really difficult to accept compliments. And that is, I received that. (laughs) 
feel comfortable to you, but I will force myself to receive it. So thank but you. But it's true. And I want your audience to know like what it is that you're bringing to them, um, even behind the scenes. And that's what it is, your passion, your curriculum, your ability to be, to connect in that way, as well as your uh, being a parent yourself and a teacher, which I I forgot to mention before. So it's the perfect storm. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you're, you're connecting with your, the, um, the teenage and the parent or the, the teacher. How are you creating that connection? Like, like what, what are you doing to create that connection? So what I'm really trying to do with the show is find different strategies. And I think you mentioned a, a few minutes ago, like looking at all the different variables that they, there are with teens, whether it's personality or what season they're in or the hormones that they're going through or whatever it is and trying to find as many strategies as I can to try because not everything is going to work. Some things will work one time and then never again. Some things will never work. Some things will work every time. Mm -hmm. So really just trying to equip parents and teachers with tools that they can use in their attempts to connect. And I think for me, just because of my background and then my personal passion for reading, I think that is where I've gravitated towards, like, I, you know, I read these young adult books that I love, and I know that they're such great conversation starters. And what I have found is it's so much easier to either um, have talked to my students that I had in the past or to my kids now, even um, when we're talking about characters and we're talking about a plot line versus talking about one of their friends or an experience that they've had like because that's so much more seems to be so much more confrontational and kind of a minefield of emotions and things like that whereas if you can pull the personal out of it and be talking about a book that you each experienced mm -hmm. but it makes it easier to connect Okay. I remember you and I having a conversation um, uh, probably like two years ago and uh, your daughter was going through something and she brought it to the table about a character that she was reading. Yeah. And then you guys had this conversation about this character. Right. When really you knew you were having the conversation about her. And I'm like, I mean, I remember crying on the other end of the line yeah. listening and I'm like getting teary eyed right now, just thinking about that moment because I was just like, wow, how there you were for her in that way. And, and I'm not an avid reader like you in the sense, like you're going to find me in um, all medical journals. You're going to find me in books about different health and wellness and what have you, autoimmunity specifically. And so my daughter's not going to bring up Lyme disease. You know? <laughs> and so I love that you bridge that by reading all of the books that she's reading and that your teens are reading and you're in, you have a love and passion for those number one. Right. Um, right. It's not a chore. <laughs> right. You make it easy for people like me to listen to your podcast, almost get the cliff's notes of what I need to be prepared for highlights. I need to remember tools to get out of that. And then I can, maybe suggest the book or she's already reading the book and I have some, I don't have to go guess, you know, what book am I supposed to read to get to know her a little bit better? You know, you are already creating that space for me, for people who don't naturally do it. So thank you for that. Good. I'm glad because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Yes. And you're doing, um, so in your, tell me a little bit about what your blog posts look like. Like, tell me a little bit about 
how that like your notes, your show notes. So when you okay. say your show notes, this is what it is. Tell me cool. just really briefly what that would look like for somebody who's not gone to your show notes before. Okay. So, and, and that's evolved to what it is right now. And I'm sure it will evolve further the more I get into it. But right now what it is, is the first part of my show notes post would be the points that I talk about during the show, like the highlights, the big main ideas, the thing, the information that I found, maybe some links to articles and things like that that I bring up. And then down at the bottom, I have a resource section of anything that I've referenced in the show, whether it's a different episode or an author or an article or whatever kind of resource I have. Or for instance, in today's show notes, I'll be providing links to your website and to your podcast. So just anything that's been contained in the show is going to be in there. And then I also, of course, have places on the show notes page where you can, one, listen to the podcast. So you, you can always go to iTunes, obviously, or Spotify or, or whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, but you can listen to it on the page there. But then also I have places if you want to join my newsletter or you want to um, sign up for one of the freebies, because a lot of times I'll have freebies on episodes, you can yeah. find us there. Mm -hmm. It's such a gold mine. <laughs> it is. It's 50 episodes of gold mining. So I, I find it is a great resource for me, not just because you're my best friend, but I feel like this is an area, like I, I usually say, this is my first time raising teenagers. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I say that often to my neither, kids. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think at this point, neither do I. Like it's all just throwing something out there and seeing what sticks to the wall, right? Like, mm -hmm. and so if I can share with somebody like, hey, I tried this, maybe it'll work for you too. Like that's, that's- I love that. I to do. Yeah. And what is your takeaway in a sense? Like if, if, almost like an elevator speech, like if someone came to you and said, Amy, you know, what are the three things that, that I'm going to get out of, of what you provide for me? Like what is, what is, what are the three top things that I'm going to take away and I'm going to put tuck away so that I know that you're the best resource for these things? That's a really good question. I think what I hope that I'm putting out there and communicating is number one, that it is absolutely possible to have connection with your team, no matter what an individual moment or season looks like, um, because it, it, it does get rough and there are some de developmental things that kids go through that aren't going to be fun necessarily, but they're completely normal. So understanding that, and I think for me, it, my brain just, I'm, it's so easy for me to go to, oh my gosh, like, if this is what it's like now, like, this is going to be awful forever and ever. Like, I can remember when my kid was three thinking, oh my gosh, if this is what they're like now, what are they going to be like when they're 13? You know, yes. instead of just dealing with in the moment. And so I guess that's the thing is that it's possible to have a great relationship with your team that has some rough patches, but it's possible. Mm. The second thing would be, it's not going to be perfect, obviously, and it doesn't have to be perfect. It's all about how you come back together when you've hit those rough patches, right? So it's possible to have a better relationship. Um, it's not going to be perfect. It's how you come back together. And then the third one I say, would say, um, and it kind of relates to those other two is it's not personal. Like, I feel like mm. I, I have to constantly remind myself of this. Like, even though this feels like such a personal vicious attack sometimes, mm -hmm. because let's face it, like our teens know our weak underbelly spouts and they know exactly what to say or what to do to really kind of poke those. 
but it's actually really not personal because what they're going through when they push back and do things like that is developmentally appropriate, not necessarily socially or respectfully appropriate, but as part of the growing up process that they are doing mm. in separating from you and figuring out who they are and who they are not, it is a positive thing when they're going through that. It's not a personal attack. It's not personal to you. And so hanging on to that and understanding like, okay, it feels like an attack. It looks like an attack, but really what it is, is them separating from me and I need to be the guide to show them, Hey, you know, I get where you are. I understand that you have all these crazy emotions going on setting some boundaries saying, you know, it's okay for you to have all those feelings. It's not okay for you to talk to me in that particular tone or with, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think those would be the three things. Um, the possibility that it's, you can have a great relationship, not worrying about perfection, just trying for reconciliation whenever you've got hit those, because you're all going to mess up. Like your kids are going to mess up. You're going to mess up. And so not holding grudges, but really figuring out how to come back together. Well, and then um, it's not personal, it's developmentally appropriate, which I do have an ebook that I put together with a friend of mine that's all about the developmentally appropriate things. Did you know you did PPP? Uh, so it's possible, uh -huh. not perfection, and don't take it personal. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That is so encouraging for me to hear. All three of those, like as you're telling me that, I can think of a moment in each one of those times where I'm like, okay, she's so right on on that. Speaking of speaking life into me, you're speaking life into all your listeners, and you've been doing that for 50 episodes, my friend. Yes, ma'am. Amazing. Tell me what you have learned about yourself, about just all the things. Oh my gosh. Like, this has been a really huge learning experience for me, I guess I would say, just like showing up consistently, which I haven't always been like week by week by week by week. And I think some people may or may not have noticed that I've shifted to kind of an every other week schedule, but um, I've just learned so much about how different kids are, right? Like, so your teen is different than my teen and my teen, you know, which is sounds logical, but it's still, you know, I, I think it's easy to get stuck in my little bubble and think, well, everybody is like this. Everybody knows this. Everybody feels the same way. So, yes. so right. So really kind of making sure I'm well-rounded and addressing the real things that are going on out there. So I feel like I've learned a lot that way. And then um, perseverance and like even those weeks when, you know, I just didn't feel like I had it in me, like making myself do it. That's mm -hmm. my big thing and then also with my my family my husband and my kiddos I think it's been a really interesting learning experience as far as making sure that I am being respectful of their privacy and the things that they are okay with me sharing versus what they're not okay with me sharing and, and I really try to be sensitive to that and and I'm trying to cultivate this trust where they know that I'm not putting anything out there that I haven't gotten permission for first, mm, That's good. which has been hard because there's, I feel like there's so many things that I could share that would be awesome. That would be helpful for people. And you know, there's still, as my kids grow and become adults, that might be something that 
is allowable later on, you know, once they're not right in the middle of it, I'm, I'm always hopeful. For yeah. That. yeah. But you know, like one of mine in particular will always say like, okay, I want to talk to you about something, but I don't want you to put it on your podcast. I am 100% <laughs> sure. I know who that is because my child does the same thing. Mom, are you gonna put that on Instagram? Are you gonna talk about that on your podcast? And it's like, I just might. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I, I don't because they say don't. No. You know? Yeah, right. Like because I, I think that's because again, that's that's a huge thing that I talk about a lot that we talk about a lot is are we building trust? Or are we breaking it? Like I feel like there's there are no neutral activities. Like there are no neutral decisions when it comes to stuff like that. You are either building up trust mm-hmm. or you are breaking it down. Okay. So I have to say this because I know the three things that you just mentioned of what you want your audience to gain from your podcast, but I think that's like an experience you've also experienced through your podcast is that it's possible, you know, you dream, like you yes. talk this up and you're like, I'm going to do this. And I remember you telling me like, I have to do this. This is something that I believe in. And then I remember you emailing me going, well, I did it. I got all the podcast stuff and here I go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I knew you could do it, but like you believed in yourself to do it. And then just starting out, I mean, it just, it seemed like every episode just got better and better and better. So it, there wasn't perfection in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And now it's like amazing. And, you you know, it's not personal in a sense, like it is a personal journey for you, but there are going to be people that don't connect in this way. They don't have teens and you're okay with that. And I think a lot of times when we come into life, we think my message needs to be heard by the world. But when we really realize this is the group of people that I'm really focusing on, and this is a gift that you want to give them just out of the passion of your heart, it is a treasure. It truly is a gift. Thank you, friend. Thank you. And I do think I'm not going to be for everyone and that is okay. Like I, I think there are lots of reasons why I wouldn't be. And I know that there are parents who struggle with some very serious, difficult issues, mm-hmm. like life threatening, you know, horrible, awful, traumatic things that mm-hmm. as parents, you don't ever want to have to go through. But many times parents find themselves walking through that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I know that I'm not that person, but I can help you find that person. I feel like mm-hmm. you can, you are a great resource and you do. And no matter, even though you have not experienced anything in that way, um, but you do have tools set in place to help you right. get to those points to those right. other resources. So you're doing a great right. job. And I, I just love what you do. I know I'm your biggest fan and I want to be president you. of your, your fan club one day. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I asked you to interview me? <laughs> just so, I mean, what you do is so not only professional, but just so right on in today's world where, like you said, in the very beginning, teens just don't get the credit they deserve. They're, they're just full of life and just creativity and potential. And they're amazing human beings, right? Yes. Amazing adults. But they struggle with a lot more because of all that we deal with today that was right. more than what we dealt with. And you're creating this environment for us to be able to go, okay, what do we need to do? How do we need to learn? And how can I help my team walk through this? Yeah. Well, and in comparing it to the eighties, like you were talking about earlier, I think maybe we've been given a gift because our kids are growing up in such a different world that we've been forced to figure out mm-hmm. ways to connect mm-hmm. and ways to reach them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I think that's a gift. It's really hard, like knowing, you know, the internet and video games and social media and, you know, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But I, 
I, I wonder sometimes, like, would I feel the need to make this kind of effort and provide this, you know, try to find these resources for myself that I'm sharing mm -hmm. if it wasn't such a drastic gap? Yeah, it was a resource you couldn't find yeah. for yourself. So yeah. you created it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas our parents, it was just kind of the same world that they had grown up in just 20 years later, whatever, 30 years later. Right. And so anyway. And I know you draw a lot of wisdom from women that are, you know, years ahead of you mm -hmm. that, you know, what would you have done differently? And I know that you draw wisdom in that way, but there wasn't like the resources out there in book form or in, you know, whatever type form training, anything like that. And so you created it. You created what you needed in that. That's yeah. how all great businesses are born, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, which leads right back into your podcast and how proud I am of you that you are starting that and getting launching that, getting it off the ground. How many episodes do you have now, Claudine? I am up to nine. Woohoo! <laughs> that is fantastic. Like that is fantastic. It is so fun. All right. Thank you, friend. I appreciate you so, so much. Well, there you have it. Again, thank you so, so much to Claudine for just rocking in that interview. And just so you know, our conversation was way longer than 25 minutes. So you'll be hearing all the other things we talked about in an upcoming episode. Now, I want to thank you guys as well. You are the reason that I am so passionate about Connection Not Perfection. It is not an easy thing to parent teenagers and I want you to feel understood, supported, and encouraged whenever you tune in. So now I'm going to transition a little bit and talk about something that I mentioned in the last episode. And it is something that I am super, super excited about. And that is, drum roll please, the Connection Not Perfection Summer Book Club. Now I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live next week to reveal what the first book is that we're going to be reading together. So stay tuned and find out what we'll be reading together and where to sign up. And like last year, I'm going to be providing discussion questions and doing Facebook Lives to talk about all the different books that we're reading together. I cannot wait and I hope that you're excited too. If you are one of my regular email subscribers, I will be sending out an alert before I go live. So be on the lookout for that. And if you're not one of my subscribers, sign up. I don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And I share things in my emails that you will not find anywhere else. So that's it for today. That wraps up my 50th episode. I hope you're as excited about that as I am. And until next time, just remember from an ish girl who is so grateful to have such an amazing friend like Claudine Phillips, it is all about connection, not perfection.